Hello, and welcome to the People of Hitachi podcast. My name is Emily Seaton Potter, and I work in the Corporate Communications and Sustainability Office at Hitachi Europe. In this podcast, I will meet people from across our different business fields who are working hard to live Hitachi's values and realize our mission of contributing to society. The Hitachi Group identity is at the foundation of everything that is done at Hitachi. The identity focuses on three values harmony, sincerity, and pioneering spirit. The People of Hitachi podcast series will touch on the incredible work being done by our employees. Ultimately, with our technologies, we want to make the world a better place. And coming up today... There was some central government guidance down to local authorities about the responsibilities that they were going to have. What wasn't necessarily clear is the processes that they were going to have to abide and work to. But what they knew was that they were needing to stand up some technology really quickly. Today we'll be meeting Lee Wise and Tim Kidd. Lee is Head of Marketing and Tim is the Director of Local Government at Hitachi Solutions. Both are part of a team that won our Sustainability Award in this year's Inspiration of the Year Global Award. Their winning project involved setting up a digital solution, the Vulnerability Hub, to support UK councils during COVID-19. Can't wait to hear more. So, hi both, and welcome to the People of Hitachi podcast. Lee, could you tell me a little bit about you? Oh, yeah, of course. Thanks, Emily. So, I'm Lee Wise. I'm the head of marketing here at Hitachi Solutions, and I've been here now for about a year and a half. My role encompasses the business development and the planning and executing of the position of our brands through all of our core industries and horizontal propositions, of which one is within public sector. And we were delighted this year to be awarded the fantastic work and initiative with the Vulnerability Hub, led by Tim Kidd and his team. Thanks, Lee. Hi, Emily. Great to be here. And I really just like to say thank you to the public sector folks that we worked with, because obviously, without their trust and buying in everything that we did, this would never have never never been possible. My role, obviously, is to be that advocate for public sector inside Hitachi Solutions here in the UK. Really, to see this grow and and the work that we've done has just been fantastic. So, would you be able to sort of give us a bit of information? You know, tell us a bit about the project and about your team, how this all started. Yeah, sure. Towards the end of March, when the pandemic really started to build momentum in the UK, there was some central government guidance down to local authorities about the responsibilities that they were going to have. What wasn't necessarily clear is the processes that they were going to have to abide and work to. But what they knew is that they were needing to stand up some some technology really quickly to take in the ability to manage contact from citizens and next to kin and neighbours of people who were going to be deemed as vulnerable, who required shielding by the local authorities. And shielding was a, a way of providing services to those individuals to make sure that they were given medical supplies or food parcels, support through you know just general isolation, where they weren't maybe able to go out for the next few weeks. And they needed a way of being able to, to take that contact in and record the circumstances and assess some of these circumstances, as well as them being able to provision a service for them. They also wanted to then augment the list that the NHS provided to them. So in the country, there was originally 1.4 million people identified 
identified, but also local authorities had a list of who they deemed as as vulnerable. So there was a, a much larger pool of people that each local authority was going to have to look after. What our job was then to do was to try to work out exactly what would they need to do, you know, in, in light that the guidance was relatively loose at that time. And we pulled together a, a working um, solution in around 24 hours from when we were first brought in by one of the London boroughs and Microsoft who said, we think that we need something. Can you help us with it? So 24 hours later, we developed a a prototype and we showed that to them. And we then added on some additional thinking as processes became better understood and the guidance that started to flow down from central government became clearer. And within a day of that, we were asked by the mayor's office, a place called the London Office of Technology and Innovation, to come present to the executives and show them what we were doing and where our thinking was. And then another 24 hours later, we were then being asked to to present to the 18 members of LOTI, which are... uh, a consortium of, uh, of London boroughs. And then by the Saturday and Sunday of that last week of, of March, we were deploying to three councils. It's remarkable how, as you said, 24 hours to turn this around. And I imagine, you know, non-COVID times, this would be something that could take months to plan and organise. But I think it really shows the truth, strength and collaboration of everybody involved that they you know, pulled together so quickly and were there particular elements of the the group identity that you felt sort of guided you through this, Lee? Absolutely. I think Tim's touched on a very interesting point there, the way that the internal team here across Europe at Hitachi Solutions came together so quickly, committed and pledged so much of their time out of hours to to make this work and to deliver what was you know, on unprecedented timescales to something that was forever changing and forever evolving hour by hour. And I think it's a great credit that Tim and the team in the public sector here are driven on the the vision of Hitachi in terms of contributing to the challenges and delivering innovation that helps the society. You know, that really nicely correlates to harmony in terms of uh, the Hitachi values. Definitely. And I think, you know, at Hitachi, something that we're all aiming to do is to you know, really deliver innovations that are answering society's challenges and questions, the element of sort of pioneering spirit of this never being done before and being done so successfully and so quickly is just so inspiring for and many people across the company. I think the, the key thing on the pioneering spirit element as well was it immediately from you know, day one, Tim and the team and, and the uh, pioneering councils we were working with are already looking to the future. We realised the severity of the pandemic and the issues and strains it was going to place on local authorities and the challenges central government were going to have. But we're already looking at how that's going to evolve and how this solution that we're going to put together is something that an authority and more importantly, the citizens can benefit from. We started to bring in the capabilities for outbreak management and contact tracing. We then started to now look at returning to work apps so that staff can then start booking spaces in the office and return in a safe way. And and obviously local authorities require a way in which they can manage volunteer um, applications, assess those volunteers for suitability, and then equally apply those um, those volunteer resources to um, support service requirements. And they're starting to also to think about how those uh, how those, how that technology can be applied to other scenarios outside of that. Thank you so much for your contribution today, Lee and Tim. It's been a real insight into what you do and how your project has changed the world and embodied the values of Hitachi. And thank you for listening to the People of Hitachi podcast. 
Next time, we'll be talking to Yanis Souflas and Efrain Tomeo. They're both in the Hitachi research and development team and entered separate projects, which both scored within the top 10 in the Inspiration of the Year Global Award 2020. See you then.